I'm Steve, and this is the City of Reading Podcast. Welcome to another Community Mailbag episode, where we look to answer community-submitted questions by connecting with key City of Reading experts. Just a reminder, for future episodes, please be sure to email podcasts at cityofreading.org with any questions. The first question this week came from Joseph, and he's looking to build a fence in his front yard, and he's wondering where he can put the fence in his front yard and how tall it can be. So in a typical residential subdivision, and this is a generalization because there's lots of exceptions, but in a typical situation, starting at the street, there's 10 additional feet of City of Reading right-of-way. Usually this is five feet of sidewalk and another five feet, which likely extends into your front yard or lawn, which is for utilities. This is the most common place for joint trenches, which are trenches in which multiple utility lines are located, water, electrical, etc. In a typical home, a common misconception is that from the back of the sidewalk to the house is all part of your property, but in fact, the first five feet are owned by the city for utilities. In fact, this is one of the worst spots to dig a fence post or any kind of hole for shrubs, trees, etc. because you don't want to hit something you shouldn't. This is also a good place to mention that for any outdoor digging project, you should call 811 before you dig and schedule someone to come out and notate where all your utility lines are. So, a good place to begin is to start at the street and measure 10 feet back. That should get you in the general ballpark. If you have any questions or want to find out the exact measurement to inches, you should plan to talk to a city planner. They can look up your plans and your neighborhood and let you know on the phone how many inches from the curb you need to measure back. As long as you know your property line, for front yard fences, you can build 3 feet in height. And then you can go up to 6 feet once you get to the front of your house. Be sure to visit cityofreading.org slash property map to find your property line and other key property information. There are always exceptions depending on the age of your neighborhood. So if you are unsure for any reason, please call the city planning department. They'd be happy to help. Commercial properties are different, so this really is for residential neighborhoods only. And don't forget, the city right-of-way extends past the sidewalk five feet for utilities. The next question in this week's mailbag came in from Shannon and wanting to know if she can have chickens in the city of Reading. So yes, you can have chickens in the city of Reading, but you cannot have roosters. So roosters are not allowed within the city limits. You can have up to six chickens on a small residential lot. Definitely no roosters, hen chickens only, and they have to be contained in the backyard in an enclosure of some sort. They can't just free range around your neighborhood. The next question we got was from Scott, and he was asking, what's happening with youth sports in Reading? So as of this moment, youth sports are open. We connected with youth sports coordinator Jeff Hansen, and here's what he had to say. The regulations are changing weekly. Currently, outdoor sports are open in Shasta County. Last month, the governor changed the guidelines to include both low and high contact outdoor sports as being okay to play as long as the county's positive COVID case rate per 100,000 residents is below 11. And currently, Shasta County falls in that category. This change opened up football, baseball, soccer, and softball in 54 of 58 counties in California. However, indoor sports are not yet allowed locally. Reading Recreation will be hosting the spring cross-country season for K-8 through through April 8th. And also starting in April, there will be a flag football season for 3rd through 8th graders that will be held at Caldwell Park. Aside from those activities, there are pre-kindergarten grasshopper sports happening, and Reading Recreation is gearing up for a very busy summer of camps and Junior Giants baseball. The California Soccer Park is also open, and East and West Reading Little Leagues are currently holding leagues. Jeff did say that one of the questions he gets most frequently is whether or not athletes have to wear masks while playing sports. The answer is no. 
players have to wear masks while on the sidelines, but not while on the field of play. Coaches, referees, and spectators are still advised to wear masks by the County Department of Public Health. The only spectators that are allowed at sporting events are ones that live in the same household as the athlete. For more information, be sure to visit readingrecreation.org. The next question in this week's mailbag comes from practically everyone on the city's Facebook channel. They are curious as to why we have roundabouts in Reading. Lots of community members are passionate about roundabouts, both for and against. And I think with good reason. They don't, there's not too many of them in Reading. And so sometimes they can be disconcerting if you come up on a roundabout and you're not sure how to deal with a roundabout or drive through a roundabout. But the answer that we got was that the benefits of roundabouts outweigh the drawbacks. So cities all over the country have taken to installing more of these roundabouts. According to San Diego County, for example, roundabouts reduce both speed and the number of conflict points in an intersection. By converting these intersections from signals to roundabouts, they've reduced injury crashes by 80% and all crashes by 50%. Since most congestion is caused by intersections, reducing the number of stops can improve traffic flow. Unlike signals, roundabouts keep traffic moving, and another advantage of roundabouts is that they improve air quality with fewer vehicles idling. Also, according to Caltrans, some of the key advantages of roundabouts include the following. They provide traffic calming, resulting in reduced speeds. They require less maintenance, and they have lower yearly operational costs and longer service life. They reduce greenhouse gas emissions by reducing vehicle idling time. And lastly, they provide additional opportunities for landscaping in the community. That's it. So if you have questions that you would like us to answer on the next mailbag, please email your questions to podcast at cityofreading.org. Until next time.